0: Welcome to Big Jim's Garage. I'm your host, Big Jim O'Brien. Pretty cool. We're waiting on him right now. Willie T. Ribbs. Race car driver. Uppity is the name of the uh, documentary that um, Nate Adams and Adam Carolla did with their chassis. And it's on Netflix now, and it was, I think it was like number one on Netflix. If you don't know the story, Willie, we're going to get into it. This is a guy who never backed down. And, well get him here in a second here but willie t ribs again just excited to have him on here and uh hold on a second willie t ribs good morning hey how are you good man thank you so much for doing this it's uh, jim o'brien in detroit
1: oh i thought you were in uh, jamaica
0: <laughs> nope just detroit <laughs> it's like jamaica only well it's cold as shit today but anyway um well you ready to roll Less, yeah, yes. All right. I got to tell you something. First of all, Willie T. Ribs on the phone. Um, I was 16 years old. I was a junior in high school from Corona, California. I went out to Riverside Raceway and I sat up on the hill to watch you in that Trans Am race. I remember you were on the cover of the magazine when we got there. And as I'm watching Uppity and I realized that you basically had to tank that race, that was the most crushing thing to me because we all wondered what was going on with you during that race. And none of us knew.
1: Well, I that was my first year in the series. Uh, I was a rookie that year, uh, and I didn't want to take a powder, but I didn't know if it was going to jeopardize, because uh, I was on a year-to-year deal, so I didn't know if it was going to jeopardize my uh, contract for the, the next year. So I, I went along with it. And, um, and then the next race after that, Las Vegas, uh, I think I laptops in
0: Vegas. <laughs> you did, you did. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's, it, it's such an amazing movie and, and there's so much I didn't realize. And it was funny because, um, I, again, being honest with you, Willie, that there was points during that. I'm like, well, just don't say anything. Don't, don't say anything back. Don't say anything. But I, I can't put myself in your shoes and trying to understand and by the end of the movie I really had a better appreciation for what you went through and how you stuck with your guns were there points where you stopped and went you know what maybe I'm just going to bite my tongue here or or maybe I'll just let them say what they're going to say so I can keep racing
1: that's the oldest trick in the book the oldest trick in the book is submit turn the other cheek bow down Uh humble yourself not the way i was raised i was raised to put your foot in their ass and twist it if they're trying to be wrong if they're wrong if they're wrong you don't you don't don't back down or turn the other cheek and uh and eventually they got the message
0: well that's what made you such a great driver right was that same mindset so how you're right how could you be that guy on the track and not be that guy off the track. I guess it was like, yeah, that makes more sense to me. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I, I,
1: you know, it's like, uh, it's like strong medicine. They were just going to have to get used to that strong medicine in the end. Um, a, a lot of uh, the industry did not like Willie T ribs. Probably still today. They don't like Willie T ribs, but they respect him. And that's all that matters in the end.
0: Tell me about Jim Truman, because I didn't know about him before the movie. And he seems like such an interesting man who obviously had a huge influence on you, but just seemed like one of these guys you would love to sit down and and have a beer with. First of all, Jim was absolutely true to his word. Whatever
1: he said he was going to do, he did it. And, And he was really smart. I just he was great to talk to because he was so smart. And along with his intelligence, he, he was candid. He was funny as hell. But when it came to uh, uh, making it happen and and getting it handled, boom, he does it right now. No dragging it on. Bill Cosby was the same way. When Bill said he was going to do something, boom, done. So those were two of uh, people in my career, along with Newman, of course, but those guys—they pulled the plug, and it was done instantly.
0: So you had those people, though, that you could like to say Jim and Paul Newman, and even Cosby for a while. There, folks, you could talk to as well, or, or just know that somebody had your back. Both—they
1: yeah. had my back, and 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 I had a direct line. I had the
0: hotline to. Them. And and yeah, Jim Truman again. I keep going back to that. if people don't know the founder of the Red Roof Inn. I mean, what he did just to, to keep you going, but it wasn't like. Here is the thing that that frustrated me is watching the film again. which to the movie's uppity, the Willie T. Rib story. It's everywhere on digital on Netflix, and and you can watch it, and you really should. Um, that he saw in you what a lot of people saw, and wouldn't. It feels like. I'll, let me rephrase this. It felt to me like people, everyone knew how talented you were but they were loath to acknowledge it. And Jim was one of the few guys who goes, this dude is as good as as we think he is.
1: Well, Jim, uh, Jim didn't have any bias. And there were many in the industry who were very powerful that saw the same thing that Jim saw, but uh, we, we want to keep the sport the way it is. Lily white. That's, that's the people that I had to deal with that saw the same thing that Jim Truman saw. Uh, but, uh, well, we're, uh, we're not going to do anything about it because we want the sport to look – and the sport still looks the way it did when I got there.
0: Yeah. that's. I was about to say that with NASCAR. I mean, when you – you know, watching Humpty Wheeler and what they – when you went to Talladega – did did you know before that drivers meeting when you spoke up that you were I wouldn't say the wrong place but they were just not going to accept you no matter what?
1: Oh yeah, I knew that. I knew that when I walked into the paddock pit area the first day. So were you like when, screw it, I'm just
0: going to I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to be me? Well,
1: when 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 people would walk by me and spit near my feet. That's what was happening. God. I didn't know those I didn't know who they were. They, I some they obviously were affiliated. They weren't fans. They were affiliated with the sport and were spitting near me. Um, and I kept thinking, well, should I uh, punch the cat? Should I, should I punch him in the mouth?" And and I just thought, okay, you guys want to be, uh, y- you want to provoke, well. I know how to provoke right back. And that's what I did in the driver's meeting, which was uh, 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 a a legitimate question in the first place. okay, The question I asked, can you pass on the grass the 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 pit lane the the pit lane was uh, one car wide or a car and a half. And if someone drove out in front of you, you were gonna have to go on the grass. Okay. So I just decided, well, let me let me ask uh, uh, a question that uh, was quite obvious. Well, they took offense to it. How dare this nigger
0: speak up in our drivers' meeting? I and and you stand in your ground. How mad are you by that point, Willie? Or is it a point where you just knew that train was coming and you were like, "I'm, I'm going to say it anyway." I didn't expect it. I didn't
1: expect it. Uh, I, I knew there was uh, socially. I knew that the environment I was in, and the part of country I was in, uh, had issues. But I didn't. I. Uh, I mean, I was when I got to that race. I was a David Pearson fan. When I got to Talladega, the Silver I was Fox. David yeah. Okay. Pearson fan. When I left Talladega, I hated him.
0: Well, can you expand? So, I, was dude, he one of the guys me, that during re- the meeting? Let
1: me repeat that. Let me repeat that. When I got to Talladega, I couldn't wait to meet David Pearson. And when after I
0: met him, I hated him. It just the the ra- you could just feel it. Was it palpable? Did he just, say anything so, or
1: what, what,
0: he, the way? uh He spoke to me,
1: and when I said to him i, I he, he, he looked the other way and held his hand out like he was the queen and 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 walked off. Wow, I hated him. wow, and there was a lot of drivers, including Tim Richmond. I hated him as well so uh but on the other side, I loved bob Bobby Allison. I loved him. Harry Gant
0: loved him. Michael Waltrip loved him. Earnhardt Sr. loved him. So was this just? I mean, it just it just the embedded Southern culture that you just ran smack into. That people they they no matter who you were personally, they couldn't get past the the pigment of your skin.
1: Civil War was still on. Slavery wasn't over.
0: Yeah, I I I was stationed in Charleston for a while, Willie, and and yeah, you're right. You're right. It's still going on, man. I'm like, let it go, folks. Um, yep. But problem was they weren't
1: used to. And 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 even when I got down there, there were one African American. He was a waiter at the re, at the at the hotel I was in the restaurant. He said to me, he said, "Well, uh, they're not used to uh, at, at that time." He said, "They're not used to Negroes like you down." coming down here, he says, I, I, you, they, they, they think you're crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, they can keep thinking that. Well, and I saw your boxing video and your training. I'm not messing with you, Willie.
1: Well, I mean, I always, even before I started racing, I, I did a little boxing as a teenager. And I just liked it, uh, the training and and my, you know, and I was lucky. I mean, Ali let me train with him. Uh, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard let me train with him. Uh, Ju- uh, Larry Holmes let me train with him. John the Beast Mugabe, uh, 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 Ray Mercer. Uh, I trained with a lot of fighters, and I enjoyed the training. One for the, f- physically, uh, the stamina that it takes to do it, and then two. Uh, to keep my reflexes fast Maybe and t- and you're when you're driving uh through corners at you know 200 miles per hour uh you you want your reflexes to be. fast.
0: <laughs> see now now willie all here is john the beast mugabe with uh, marv albert because every time he was mugabe fought must have fought 20 times on sports world on nbc remember he was always on there fighting yes a badass that oh, dude yeah. was an amazing fighter Oh yeah,
1: yeah, and I trained with him down in Tampa, Florida. It was, it was, and 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 the uh, Ray Leonard uh, especially. I never trained with Mike Tyson. I I hung out with Mike, but I never trained with Mike. But they were, they had all these fast cars, so they were asking tips about how to drive their cars good, right? Right. And in the and 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 sort of the trade off is hey. Come on, you know they were sort of protective, uh, and they knew what I was dealing with. The fighters knew exactly, especially Ali. Ali knew right away when we met in London what I was going to be dealing with, and they all were sort of protective uh, of me and and what I was up against. And uh, it was it was it it helped me, uh, especially physically, because I wasn't. Um, I I can say this in my entire career no, no driver ever called me the N-word to my face. No. <laughs> None. None. And, and 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 that was it. I, I wasn't going to um I wasn't turning another cheek. I'm not going to disrespect you, but you're definitely not gonna disrespect me.
0: Which is the the level of respect I earned during the film. And, again, it's really I, – I, Nate and those guys and, and Adam and them did a wonderful job. Um, me as, as the as the fan, the racing fan, watching this and the fact that we dove deeper into it than just your exploits on the track to understand what you were dealing with and how you weren't going to back down, which you get immeasurable respect for me, Willie. And, and there were points, there, though, when I, I was really genuinely sad, like when you didn't get the ride with Bernie Ecclestone, with Brabham. That, that to me, I was so mad and, and – I kept thinking to myself, did Bernie really have a spot for you, or was that just a PR thing?
1: Oh, Bernie wanted me in his car. Bernie and I are close to this day. Bernie Bernie was hoping that he would bring an additional sponsor. And at that time, Bernie sort of had uh, two feet, uh, one, one foot, uh, as a team owner, and the other foot building Formula One. And, you know, he he didn't have the resources to fund the team by himself. He needed the the support from, at that time, Olivetti. Prior to that, I think it was Parmalat. Right. And um, uh, he needed that support. Bernie was, would have, if the money would have been there, uh he would have um uh, put me in uh, in the, in the seat in a heartbeat and and formula 1 is very political very i mean uh the uh, ferrari uh they they like um you know if they could if there was a top italian driver right now uh if if they'd they'd be, be in ferrari
0: yeah yeah and, and you know, um, uh, look at Alexander Rossi. I mean, who's doing great in IndyCar, but I mean, look what happened to him in F one. He he was he was covering yeah. his he was covering his teammate. He he was beating him, you know, beating him like a, like a drum, but he couldn't get the money, so off he goes. Um, yeah. yeah, and and
1: and and it's, and it's that way today.
0: Willie, when was the first time that you realized you were a role model for somebody else?
1: I I I, I didn't. I've never, to this day, from then till now, never was comfortable with being a role model. I, 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 it, it's, it's, it's a, it's sort of a, um, uh, he, it's a big responsibility. And my, my first responsibility is to myself as a human being and, and uh, w- w- with with good character and 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 being not um not a uh a um on the wrong side of of the law for example or on the wrong side of you know just having a good character and being a good human being and 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 given to uh, uh, i don't know um uh, given to given back to people who um, supported me and, and respected me and not disappointing them. Okay. Not just myself. I don't want to disappoint myself first, but everyone who supported me and was there and stood by me when, 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 uh, when the industry was trying to beat me down and destroy me, uh, that's those, those are the the ones who I don't ever want to disappoint. Now, as far as being a role model outside of that, uh, that's, that's a big responsibility. And if people, uh, see that, wow, we we like who, who, who he was and who he is, then I, then I'm good with that.
0: You reminded me in this movie of something that I've told my two, my two boys, Willie, that, um, all you got is your word all you got is your word and and who you are and and you stuck to being you in some of the most difficult situations that I can ever imagine for anyone and, and the level of frustration and the things that you could have done to give up some of your soul I guess to be a driver but you never did you stuck to who you are and that's that's what makes up such a great it, it's a great lesson it's a great lesson for a lot of people beyond the racing and um, I'm I'm a huge fan now. I'm an absolute huge fan because of this.
1: Well, you know, uh, I would say seventy five percent of the of the tweets and the texts and the responses that I've been getting and reading are from, especially from the younger, uh, the millennials. What I'm getting from them is I you help me understand why i don't ever need to quit that's what that's what i'm getting people uh they're saying i'll never after watching what you went through i'll never say i can't do it that's what i'm getting
0: you're amazing willie i i i I appreciate so much the the time and we'd love to get you back up here in detroit come on for the grand prix and um uh, uppity is amazing. It's amazing, and, and thanks so much for the time. I really do appreciate it.
1: We'll do it again. I'll see you in Detroit.
0: Damn, get up here. All right, Willie T. Rips. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Cheers. Bye-bye. Told you. There he goes. What a neat guy. Honestly, w- one of the best documentaries I've watched in a long time, and Nate and everybody at Chassis should be so proud of this one, and they've done some really great stuff on the 24-Hour War and Paul Newman and... You know, if you're a gearhead, uh, Chassis Media, Nate Adams, Adam Corolla, obviously good people to follow here. So, thanks again. Uh, Big Jim's Garage here, man. And um, on our B Pod Studios as well, you can subscribe on iTunes, wherever you subscribe for podcasts. We're getting into this period now, man. We got Car Racing starting up. NASCAR's rolling full steam. We're waiting on the unveiling of the Bronco. I will have all the information. I will be there for the unveiling of the Ford Bronco. I promise. you can follow me at WCSX Jim on Twitter. And then again of course subscribe. He was cool, wasn't he? Makes you think if you're in a situation, would you have backed down? I-, I would like to say that I I wouldn't because I would be true to myself and blah 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 blah, but I'm a candy ass, I probably would have. Anyway, you guys be well. Thanks for listening.